The book of Hosea is known for its confronting portrayal of Israel's idolatry as spiritual adultery. The prophet Hosea's words and his own marriage show that the relationship of God and Israel was in dire straits. The people of God had become worldly as they conformed to the nations around them. They sought success and prosperity through the idolatrous worship of their neighbor's gods. The prophet Hosea declared that such conduct was no trivial matter and was grounds for divorce or exile. Another metaphor, equally full of emotion, explains why this would not be the end of God's plans for his people. In Hosea 11, we read the story of God and his wayward son Israel. When Israel was a child, I loved him. And out of Egypt, I called my son. But the more they were called, the more they went away from me. They sacrificed to the Baals and they burnt incense to images. It was I who taught Ephraim to walk, taking them by the arms. But they did not realize it was I who healed them. I led them with cords of human kindness, with ties of love. To them I was like one who lifts a little child to the cheek, and I bent down to feed them. In these verses, the Lord speaks affectionately of the son whom he'd reared and raised. This is the nation of Israel that was born of the Exodus and came of age under the reigns of kings David and Solomon. But all that God had graciously and tenderly provided was taken for granted and even spurned. Instead, the nation sought prosperity and idolatry and refuge in the strength of its neighbours. Nevertheless, as a father, the Lord is not deterred by this teenage rebellion. The unconditional love he has for his son, hinted at by the affection of verses 1 to 4, is expressed clearly in verse 8. How can I give you up, Ephraim? How can I hand you over, Israel? Naturally, these questions are rhetorical. God's love has not been extinguished by the sin of the people, and his plans for them have not been quashed. Nevertheless, there is an unbearable tension between the sinfulness of the nation and the persistent love of God. This tension finds its resolution in the atoning death of the perfect obedient son. At a surface level, Christ's life mirrors that of Israel. Out of Egypt I called my son. You could compare Matthew chapter 2 verse 15. Then his testing in the wilderness and law-giving on a mountaintop. At a deeper level, Christ succeeds where Israel had failed. The compassion and forbearance of God, first toward his old covenant people and second toward us in Christ, has implications for our own response to the waywardness of young people today. The growing secularism and individualism among today's youth is a cause for concern for many parents and pastors. But God's patience with us teaches us not to abandon hope or fall prey to inaction. With the persistence of Hosea, we must continue to share the gospel with the young. Like Hosea, we will likely face much rejection among the, along the way. But we must not abandon them, even if it costs us dearly. We know that God continues to love children and young people. So how can we give them up? we must remain confident that he will call many to repentance and faith in his Son. Lift Up Your Heart's Devotionals is produced by GAFCON Global Anglicans. To support this and other GAFCON ministry, please visit gafcon.org.